Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, and here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 83 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from, and hopefully staying cool in this intense August heat. 
that we've been having. But it's that time of year where our good friend uh, Chris Berry comes down to Mankato armed with a box full of goodies, tapes, seven-inch singles. There might even be some reel-to-reel stuff over there. I'm not (laughs) sure. But uh, he's here once again, and we're always glad to have him. So thanks, Chris, for coming down again. Always good to be. It doesn't seem like it's been a year, but I think it was exactly a year. That's that's because you've made a few jaunts down here since then. That's true. It's not just the one-time shot. But um, yeah, we've been doing this for a while. I actually looked it up. It's official. It was 2010. Okay. We did a couple of different things. You were on like the afternoon show. Oh, that's right. Uh, like a, it was one of the first times, but we've been doing this now. So six years of this, maybe seven, you know, give or take, depending how you're counting it. So wow. it's always fun. Um, I was saying to Chris, it's always my favorite time because I don't have to put any thought. <laughs> I don't have to put any time into these. I can just show up and just kind of sit back and, and drop the needle on a record here or there. I don't either. So we're, <laughs> we're even. <laughs> it, it, take, it freed up about 20 hours of my last week <laughs> yeah. and a half because I'm normally spending loads of time uh, queuing up things and all that and listening. But uh, hey, we got tons of music to get to. Um, I know you got some stuff in it. We haven't talked really about it. Did you bring uh, some soft abuse, uh, fruits and flowers related things as well? Yeah, no fruit stuff this time, but yeah. I can um, I can talk about things. Yeah, we <laughs> usually carve out a little time midway yeah. through the show. But we started off with a track from, I know, a, an artist that we both admire quite a bit, uh, talking about Kraus. And that was a new self-release tape that you played to start off the show. And I wasn't even aware that he had a new tape out. Yeah, I wasn't either... Um Stefan sent me a few things. Actually, I'm going to play a few things that Stefan uh, Pumice sent me, um, and that was one of them. It was, it's it's pretty good. It's it's different than um, it has some traditional Kraus, yeah, kind of some stuff. fuzzy garage stomp. Yeah, that there was like a little. Well, it, the title of it fits. It was Hippie Drum Triangle yeah. from this cassette called Mountain of the Moon. And if if you're not familiar with Kraus, I mean. Even if you can't track down his physical copies, a lot of his stuff just ends up on the Free Music Archive, so you can always go there to check out his stuff, and he's awesome. Yeah, it's been this cool. is actually on there. Is I, it already? Yeah. It's been great seeing some of his stuff being reissued on vinyl here in the last you know, year, year and a half. Yeah, that um, I could destroy you with a single thought. Yep. And I think there's another one, too, that mm. either has recently or is going to be, so Kraus is awesome. <laughs> but uh, let's get into this first set of music here. What, why don't you uh, kind of set up what we're going to be playing here? Sure. Yeah, so the first thing is um, it's called Glam Fail, and it's a, a side project with one of the members of, um, I guess not a side project, it's its own project, mm-hmm. um, one of the guys from Exiles from Clown Town. That's a band that, that. Yeah, yeah, that you worked with. You put out one of their records yeah. a couple years ago. And I'll be playing them later. I have something coming out. Oh, really? So, yeah. Excellent. Um, Big so difference? This is a solo thing, huh? It's a little more uh, straightforward, um, not as kind of wobbly. Sludgy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's really good, though. This single is one of my favorites of the year. So cool. Had to bring it. Nice. So this is Glam Fail, and this track is called Cyclone Rodney. <laughs> Cyclone Rodney 
Right, we just burned through a half an hour like <laughs> like that. That went insanely that quick. So we ended up that set with something from uh, the C Ensemble, and you were mentioning, and I guess that name didn't register, but you had said, and I guess now it kind of occurred to me, like they're an ESP disc-related group, but this is something recorded uh, several years after that, like the mid to late 70s, correct? Yeah, this is a European... I guess I don't know if they were living in Italy, but it's it's an Italian label, and um, they had two records on this label. What came out around the same time? I, I only have that one, but yeah, it's I mean, pretty good. I I always maybe I go to this as a reference point, but it's there was parts there I was thinking of like No Neck Blues Band, totally kind of droney, you mm-hmm. know. I like that though; that was good. We heard a track called uh, Fiza's song from their album After Nature, a band that you had actually introduced me to couple years ago I think maybe uh, Woo 
um, who has been getting a lot of reissues here in the last few years. A lot of this stuff is coming out in vinyl, but this is from a tape of theirs called Whichever Way You Are Going, You Are Going Wrong, which <laughs> came out in the late 80s. A kind of a band that maybe doesn't get their due. I don't, th- I mean, yeah, they, they, it seems like more pretty unique band, mm-hmm. but it's like anybody that hears them loves it, you know? Yeah. I feel. Um, so hopefully you, the listener, agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that nice, uh, you know, little rhythm box sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, they're a great band. There's two brothers from the UK mm-hmm. just did all these like home recordings and yeah. put out an awful lot of stuff. I mean, but then there's a lot, you know, some of what's coming out is unreleased. vintage, but yeah, unreleased mm-hmm. kind of of that era. Because I think, yeah, the, the last record I picked up was stuff that had never been issued before on right. cassettes or anything like that. But uh, woo, check them out. Uh, some stuff from Carla uh, Del Forno, who I guess the, the name at first didn't register to me, uh, at least her association to a band called Mole House, who... Um, affiliations with like uh, All Gone Records I, Mad I, Nana yeah and didn't they and I, th- I was thinking did they not have something out on uh, Sean Reed's Night People I feel like th- there was a Mole House tape I think so and th- she um, is in another band called now they're called F Fingers but they were oh. called Fingers Party Limited oh yeah then they had a and tape they had on. a Night People tape yeah cool I think tape. Mole House did too yeah, uh, pretty sure. Because Michael had a hand in that, right? Yeah, he's um, played guitar. Okay, in, um, Molehouse. But this h- here is under her given name, and this was a, like a re-recording of something that was initially out as Molehouse, and she has a new record coming out too, right? Yeah, October. Uh, Blackest ever black is the label. Yeah, that sounded really, really good. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> solid. I'm, I mean, yeah, cleaned totally up, sold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sounds definitely cleaned up, but it, it works. Uh, it certainly served the song well. We heard some uh, sort of affiliations to Liz Rallies, right? Yeah, uh, Denude. We heard the Oz Band, and this was a little bonus extra seven inch that came. Uh, with something that came out initially or originally on Slow Wax, the uh, Slow Tapes uh, vinyl offshoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I just got the Slow Tapes Slow Wax book and was kind of thumbing through it the other day and came upon this. I was like, oh yeah, I have that, and pulled it out and, and had for, kind of forgotten about the forty-five. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that's right. There is another record in <laughs> yeah. there. So, so what, what's fun? Disco- what's in rediscovery. the what's in the slow tapes uh, book? I mean, there is there write ups for each of them. There's um, little blurbs, a lot of David Keenan write ups. Oh, okay, uh, like press blurbs. Um, but uh, there's photos of all of the covers. Uh, okay, which is pretty cool to see. Right. Um, that I mean, that's that would be a great to be hanging in a gallery somewhere because totally. the artwork for the slow tapes is incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the and the vinyl releases are. I mean, this one the forty five doesn't have a sleeve, but the, right. the record looks really good. is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Bart knows how to do it upright <laughs> for a long, right. long time. And then again, we started off that set with Glam Fail, which w- is uh, affiliated with Exiles in Clowntown, right? Yeah, a group that you've worked with. So um, we have actually, I guess, another project from an artist that you've worked with uh the dead notes were a band out of australia uh that you had put out a record gosh man it's, it's been a de- decade now maybe? yeah probably yeah, yeah six or seven years That's probably cra- crazy yeah but this is something that came out 
quite a bit before that. It's DNE, and I'll let you just explain uh, who's involved in this. Yeah, this is uh, Eugene Carchizio, and this record is kind of a a legendary underground Australian thing. Um, legendary, I guess, amongst the few hundred people that know about it. <laughs> but <laughs> in, in my head, it's legendary. Yeah. But it, it actually, I am just remembering this now. It, it got reissued on CD. Um, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago by Room 40. Oh, okay. Um, And I guess they're um, uh, big fans. But um, um, yeah, it's a, it's, I mean, there's a million songs on it, kind of like Dead Notes, really short pieces all over the place. And um, yeah, we're going to try to stick with one track here. (laughs) And pardon, pardon if we screw this up. We believe we have the track called Phenomena. It's very hard to tell which track is which. So we're going to say it's that one. It look it appears to be the fifth track on the A side. <laughs> so uh, let's play this then. So this is a uh, DNE with the track uh, Phenomenon from the album 47 Songs Humans Shouldn't Sing.
wrapping up that set, a little more uh, percussive uh, shuffle going on there. That was from uh, Angus McLeese. Uh, from the series of tapes that uh, come out, I don't know, was it last year? I remember seeing these, um, but uh, this was the second of that series of tapes of his. Yeah, Pleasure Editions um, put those out with like uh, some reproduction, like chapbooks and, mm-hmm. and other ephemera. Yeah, um, they're all they're all cool. I guess there's you know a ton more in the vaults, right? Right, <laughs> release stuff. Yeah, his stuff. I don't know. It doesn't seem. It seems like a lot of his stuff is just little collections of things like that. Even some of the official albums seem yeah, that way. But exactly. Pretty cool. Uh, we heard uh, one of my favorites, uh, Tall Dwarves, in front of that track called Big Dive. I love the uh, cover artwork for that yeah. one. That twelve inch. Always disgusting and amazing. Yes, Chris <laughs> Knox, one of the best. That was from uh, their. I guess would be their twelve inch. Throw a sicky. All, that was kind of a big thing with uh, Flying Nun, right? The the twelve inch EP kind of thing. Yeah, actually, my friend, well, our friend Clint was mm-hmm. telling me about that. I guess like the New Zealand government um, would fund the making of an EP, but not an LP. Oh, okay. And so that's why there's so many. Um, like if you think about all those flying nun like long EPs, <laughs> yeah, it's all the early eras, totally like yeah, that. yeah. Every band has several, so mm-hmm. makes sense. We heard from uh, Richard Davies in front of that. I remember when this record came out. It actually was pretty well received uh, by critics and stuff. The album was called Telegraph. You played the uh, track called Close to the Storyline. Yeah, that's um, that's one for Steve Smith. He's a big fan of this record too. And, oh, right. um, actually just kind of have been listening to in the last couple of days and said, you know, I should bring that up. You know, that's, th- this is from like when I was in college. Right. So. M- mid nineties or mid yeah. to late nineties. Late nineties. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we heard one that uh, I was excited to, to listen to the Ignats and I'll just say Ignats, the, the album with the band. Right. From Ultra Eczema which a great album. I mean, the track title alone tells you it's a great album. <laughs> I got a P uh, from Teenage <laughs> Boys. But uh, everything that Ignatz has done, I mean, uh, there certainly could be some parallels made to like pumice, uh, that For kind sure. of the, the lo-fi, uh, you know, kind of crude recording style and stuff. But he maybe digs deeper into kind of that lost blues sound. And here, though, kind of ramping things up with a band behind him. Yeah, but it managed to, manages to still sound like him. Right. It's kind of like pumice you know like the last pumice had a band but it still sounds like pumice exactly (laughs) you can't break free from that yeah that's a good thing yeah but but he has a new record out i just haven't um you know i have it but i haven't listened to it really you know i've heard a couple tracks yeah it's really good but i thought you know this is one there's some things like this came out like in december or something so for my podcast schedule, <laughs> for, it, my, it, yeah. for my visiting Mankato <laughs> schedule, um, it kind of fell, you know, between the cracks or whatever. And right. I never, I, I don't think I brought this in. And but I, I pl- probably played this record. I'm surprised it still plays. It's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played it so you've much. You've wore out the grooves yeah. in this one. Uh, a nice little uh, kind of country folk thing in front of that from Rep Boyette, and I honestly have not heard of this one at all. But that tune was really great. Kind of a great production we were talking about the the guitar sound or maybe the slide guitar sound that was going on with yeah, this with one some fuzz on it yeah yeah that's a weird one um a friend of mine in florida that i switch we swap records um sent me that semi recently and um 
I just kept playing that song over and over and uh, the rest of the record's pretty cool but that that song is like um very strange yeah good good track there uh it's called a merlin sleep uh and then we we, uh let off that set with a dne again uh eugene carchizio i I don't want to screw that up (laughs) but uh now is the time where we uh get into some things related to soft abuse uh chris's label and uh, you've had, I mean, oh, last year at this time, it was like you had this big wave of things that all came out at the same time, yeah. you know, right before you were tying the knot, you know, you wanted to do it all at once, right? have your year get out condensed of the way. <laughs> into like a one month period, right? But uh, you've, you've spread out some really decent things here in the last few months, one of which is the seven inch that we'll start off and, and we'll have to come back and talk more about the bibs for sure. But uh, yeah. another one here from Matthew De Janeiro. this is like the third thing that you've done right third different third format, format. yeah <laughs> but a nice little seven inch single yeah in the 78 uh packaging vein which i know matt is a big collector of yeah so it was sort of an homage to his uh collecting habits mm-hmm. and we got josh burkett to uh draw the labels for it yeah josh is a friend of, of matt's and um a fan i guess right and so that worked out it looked you know looks really good and sounds good yeah and we're <laughs> we're saddened because now matt has been living in our area for the last well, couple of years maybe, yeah year and a half years. yeah and he's leaving he's heading down to tornado alley that's right <laughs> <laughs> getting out of dodge here yeah. but uh so I'm sad to see him go for sure we i'm gonna miss our our lunch dates yes yes miss having him around here and uh, even joining us on the show. If you haven't listened to that, Matt uh, joined us on the show here. It's been about a year and a half ago. Uh, go back and look through the podcast archives and uh, check that out. He put together a, just a great uh, in-studio session and then also brought along some of his 78s. I'll have to admit, those were a little rough on the ears <laughs> simply because I don't know if our turntables were quite equipped for that, but yeah. uh, some really, really cool sounds though, that he did bring down and play. But uh, yeah, w- let's play something from the new 7-inch here. This, that y- you chose the actual, the B-side, correct? Right. Do you want to say it so I don't have to? <laughs> um, you know, let's let's uh, come back to that because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trusting my judgment here right. on how, to, well, how the, to pronounce it. I think it's La Chirpa, La La Chirapita. Yes, which is the B-side to this new 45 from Matthew De Janeiro. Yes. Thank you. 
And that uh, brings the soft abuse stuff uh, to the end. And we need to talk about some of this. I know some of these things I've played a, a bit, but I'm glad that you're we're able to revisit some of them. And you also have some forthcoming things tucked in here. But let's just kind of talk in reverse order what we play there. We just heard a little piece from uh, Carter Thornton uh, from a new tape of his called Mapping the Ghost Volume 2. This is another guy that's just kind of under the radar doing really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, really quality things that he's recording. So Yeah, that I mean, he was in uh, Pigeons for a time a while back. He's been in a lot of other projects and um yeah, that w- I was, you know, and and still am honored to have put out some of his stuff and mm-hmm. that, that in particular volume 2 um uh, volume 1 came out last year, but volume 2 is um a pretty amazing release, yeah. I, I it- must say kind of all over the map too the yeah, guy kind of free jazz and yeah sound collage i was and yeah when i played the first side of the <laughs> tape i was like i didn't even it it's seemed like, like someone's wrong it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> free jazz thing <laughs> yeah. but yeah he had some ties to like no neck blues band also uh, yeah. played with like it was like you know slaughter and gnaw and things like that yeah but yeah really Great really guy. quality stuff uh another track we i think we had played something from this last year and it is now officially out this is from the bibs i've been talking up this record a lot to people because I think this is great. Um, Bibs are connected with that All Gone record label, uh, a couple of the guys that, that are involved in that. And uh, great just kind of downer folk pop. Um, Punk. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to... <laughs> they just they just do it right. You know, yeah. all the ingredients are there. Kind of played really loose, little tossed off in places, you know, <laughs> yeah. but just right. The, the album's called uh, From the Fish Houses, and you can get this now. It's out. It's officially Shipping in the Shipping now. Yes. <laughs> and you <laughs> should definitely uh, pick this one up. Part of why I didn't want to bring some forthcoming things is I feel like I jinxed it last year by playing the bibs, and yeah. then if, of course, with delays, it can't, you know came out this spring. But um, I think any small label person out there can be sympathetic <laughs> yeah. to the things that people are going through with trying to get records out into the world. Yeah, so that was a long one for sure. But definitely uh, check out that record; it's so good. You did play a couple of forthcoming things, so um, yeah, here you got. Uh, uh, the masters for this one from Exiles from Clown Town for a new seven inch, and he had put out that was it, scissors rock paper or something <laughs> or rock Tape, scissors rock something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is uh, some new stuff from them. Yeah, new f- single, and um, it's you know uh, kind of variations on what they've done before. I think they've kind of pushed it a little bit out a, a little further. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a little casio in there um yeah that's a new new realm for them <laughs> but it's a great uh great single um it's going to look really nice to the the sleeve and and everything actually i should have them next week cool yeah so be on the lookout for that we heard some more forthcoming stuff uh, an artist that you've worked with for years and years now donovan quinn and another single you're sticking to the singles format <laughs> huh they're faster to get out um for yeah. whatever reason um you know, the last couple of LPs have been like eight to 12 months each. Yeah. And, uh, the singles are more normal. So it's just about not keeping things in at bay. Normal being moving. like six months instead <laughs> yeah, or what? Probably, yeah. Five months, yeah. four or five months. But, so, uh, yeah, Don, that's a four song single. It's got, um, a lot of people on it. Ben Chasney, Glenn Donaldson, Elisa, uh, from magic markers fame. Mm hmm. Uh, David Novick. Um, Dang. 
the yeah. whole crew and and more michael tapscott's on it i can't there's a few other people so it's him kind of and kind of revving up his his songs and yeah yeah um really good awesome kind of tempo the, stuff the pumice approach maybe That's a little right. bit and uh can we mention the name of it? Because the name alone is worth the price of admission. <laughs> yeah. Da- it's called Dad Was Buried in His Leather Jacket. Yeah. I mean, priceless right cool. there. Yeah. <laughs> we heard some stuff from, it, it is Freeway, right? Is yeah. That how, I mean, yeah, yeah. it looks however you want to say it. But this is uh, Xavier's. <laughs> That's um, right. Edmund uh, Xavier. Edmund Xavier's uh, project. Um, this is a new one. Collects a couple of different things that were previous re- previously released digitally, right? Yeah, um, from his Bandcamp, which I would highly recommend visiting. Um, there's so much amazing music there. Yeah, can this turn out some quality stuff. Yeah, and this has some collaborators. Um, I know Clay Ruby is on a song. Um, Sandra from Primitive Motion is on uh, a couple tr- songs, and then. The mysterious William P is on a couple hmm. songs as well. Oh, I see. So uh, is that you, Chris, <laughs> yeah. playing harmonica or something? <laughs> it's not me. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started off again with uh, the new single from Matthew De Janeiro, and uh, that's a good one. Um, we're going to get back into some more music. We got a, we got plenty of time. I'm telling Chris we were going to probably crack the 30 song mark with the way we're going. He's keeping us busy up here. I'm breaking a sweat. Um, but it's fun. It's always fun. Um, but what do we got lined up now? Um, what do we have lined up? We have, <laughs> That's a good question. We have Secret Forces of Nature, oh, I that's guess, right. on deck. Yeah, here. Gary Salzman, um, kind of a mysterious self-released 45 of um, – what people call American primitive style. Yeah. I hate that name. Right. Uh, but and, I, and I need to correct you because this is not a 45. This is a 42 RPM. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> One of a very limited, uh, you know, niche record that's out there at 42. <laughs> but it's a cool one. He was a Bay Area guy, um, kind of under the radar, and uh, somebody dug these up recently. So, All right, here we go. Secret Forces of Nature.
어둠 속에서도 이로써 야망해 모두 요구만 했었지 내가 기쁠 때난 잊어도 좀 즐거울 땐 화해할 필요가 없지 내가 슬픈 때날 찾아와줘 널 감싸 안고까지 이루어지게 
All right, you just heard a track from an artist totally new to me, Primo. You're breaking out some uh, (laughs) cassette grabs here, some new finds here in this last set. Got to mix it up. What's the scoop with Primo? They're Australian, and Mm -hmm. that tape uh, came out on Al Montfort's label called Idiotic. Yeah, yeah. uh, A couple months ago. Tape's called Primo Cassetto, and you heard the opening track called Daphne. Then we heard some, I guess, stuff, more stuff from Down Under, this rare one from Flying Nun, Peter Arnold and with Claire Timmings. The record jacket threw me because it doesn't look like a, a Flying Nun record. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like some like weird, uh, something you'd find in a thrift store, yeah. you know, singer-songwriter thing. Yeah, rarer than radium. Um, it's a, that was, I actually just kind of got that recently. I was, had been looking for it, so mm-hmm. happy to bring it here yes all those <laughs> you know like hard to find flying nun things which a lot of that stuff is starting yeah. to become reissued now so uh kate laban at, uh i picked this one up just within the last week i actually am kind of uh, impressed by this record not what i expected when yeah. i first and i've heard some of her other stuff before but this um it's a it's a solid record it's really good and live i mean she played it amazingly live as mm-hmm. well like all those simple yet complex parts. Yeah, kind of like jangly, wiry, angular DIY sound. You know, definitely has uh, traces of her Scottish roots there. You know, totally. Like, uh, some of like the Orange Juice or something like yeah. that, those bands of that era. Uh, we heard some Tori Kudo from a, a single of his that came out, I think it was last year. Mi Juji mm-hmm. is the name of that one. Have you picked up the new Mahar album? I have. I like it. It's, yeah, yeah uh, the cover art is a little unfortunate, but um, <laughs> it's a cool, it's a cool record. Yeah, it's good. I've been I, meaning to get that one. Yeah, we heard some stuff from Snail Man. Now, this is another Snail Mail. I pronounced that a little bit more clearly. Uh, another new artist I've never heard of. Yeah, that was one actually Glenn um, Donaldson uh, shared with me recently, and I ended up picking up the tape and uh, thought I'd bring it in. Um, but we. Um. Any, I I can tell a story, but it's not that interesting. About it. <laughs> she it was, was in young. my Twitter feed. I yeah, saw the yeah. pic, the the cover. It's like, oh wow, that's cool. And then, um, Discord was selling it, so they were kind of promoting it or whatever mm-hmm. a little bit. And then he sh- shared it with me like thirty minutes later. It's like, yeah. where have I seen? Oh yeah, it has that kind of uh, old K Records look to it. Yeah, you know? I was just yeah. And then it turns out the the woman behind the band is 17, and she's from the Baltimore area, D.C. area. Yeah. So it makes sense that uh, Discord would stock it. Right. And the label is run by the D.C., I think they're D.C. band Priests. Mm-hmm. That's really good punk band. Yeah, she sounds uh, much older than a 17-year-old, that's for sure. For nice sure. Nice voice. Yeah. And then Secret Forces of Nature started off, and we are down to essentially our last little block of time here, and it's been fun. Time flew by. It's been yeah. work. Chris and I have been working here. <laughs> Running you, around. Something here we'll have to do like a little stop motion video of what <laughs> yeah. it looks like behind the scenes because it would be comical actually. <laughs> yeah. Running in circles. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. We do have time for a couple more tracks to play. I should mention once again that, you know, if you're looking for some of those soft abuse things that uh, Chris played earlier, like the Bibbs record, it is available. You can go over to softabuse.com and pick that up. 
Or, yeah, you can follow Chris on Twitter, and you can get all the <laughs> updates on his tape finds. That's right. Him and Glenn. Glenn's a good person to follow, too, on, on, on Twitter. Yeah. He keeps you, keeps you uh, informed, <laughs> yes. in, in the know. So <laughs> And entertained. And entertained, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But uh, what are we going to finish up with? We got a couple tracks on deck here. Yeah, so up next is Bruce Palmer from his one record. He was in um, uh, Buffalo Springfield and mm-hmm. was in a that – and now I can't think of the band that with uh, Neil Young and um, uh, I don't know. He's from Canada, so yeah, yeah. he was in. An <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm was that sort of your dismissal? <laughs> he's from Canada. You don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is his his only solo record, I, and it's like a masterpiece to me. So, um, and you know, we've been playing a lot of short songs, so I thought I'd, I'd pick out a longer right. one. Can loosen um, up your shoes, kick off the uh, the heels, and uh, <laughs> that's right. Kick back here, <laughs> and then depending on time, I think we'll we'll uh, check out Clay Allison after that, and then if there's time, maybe a short piece by Ego Summit. All so right, we'll we'll see what time allows. All right, well, thanks again for for coming down, My for pleasure. sweating it out. For I'm putting you to work here, but uh, <laughs> it's been fun. So here we go with some Bruce Palmer. <laughs> Thank you. 
sister. 